Welcome to Aunt Blanche's Story Corner. I'm so glad you've chosen to join me today in my special reading place. To come into my cozy magic corner, you'll need two things. Ears ready to listen carefully and your imagination so that you'll be able to visualize the story as I read it to you. Today we're returning to the green forest where the forest and meadow friends of Thornton Burgess spend their days. We'll be hearing some great news that little Joe Potter has to tell, then how Buster Bear becomes a hero, and what happens when Farmer Brown's boy and Buster Bear meet. We'll hear these stories in chapters 9 through 14 in The Adventures of Buster Bear by Thornton W. Burgess. Picture yourself now in the green forest and listen to the great news that little Joe Potter has to tell in The Adventures of Buster Bear. Chapter 9 Little Joe Otter Has Great News to Tell Little Joe Otter was fairly bursting with excitement. He could hardly contain himself. He felt that he had the greatest news to tell since Peter Rabbit had first found the tracks of Buster Bear in the green forest. He couldn't keep it to himself a minute longer than he had to. So he hurried to the smiling pool, where he was sure he would find Billy Mink and Jerry Muskrat and Grandfather Frog and Spotty the Turtle. And he hoped that perhaps some of the little people who live in the green forest might be there, too. Sure enough, Peter Rabbit was there on one side of the smiling pool, making faces at Reddy Fox, who was on the other side, which, of course, was not at all nice of Peter. Mr. and Mrs. Redwing were there, and Blackie the Crow was sitting in the big hickory tree. Little Joe Otter swam straight to the big rock and climbed up to the very highest part. He looked so excited, and his eyes sparkled so that everyone knew right away that something had happened. Hi, cried Billy Mink. Look at Little Joe Otter. It must be that for once he's been smarter than Buster Bear. Little Joe made a good-natured face at Billy Mink and shook his head. No, Billy, he said. You're wrong, altogether wrong. I don't believe anybody can be smarter than Buster Bear. Reddy Fox rolled his lips back in an unpleasant grin. Don't be too sure of that, he snapped. I'm not through with him yet. Boaster, boaster, cried Peter Rabbit. Reddy glared at the smiling pool at Peter. "'I'm not through with you either, Peter Rabbit,' he snarled. "'You'll find it out one of these days.' "'Ready, ready, smart and sly, couldn't catch a buzzing fly,' taunted Peter. "'Chug a rum,' said Grandfather Frog in his deepest, gruffest voice. "'We know all about that. What we want to know is what little Joe Otter has got on his mind.' "'It's news! Great news!' cried Little Joe. "'We can tell better how great it is when we hear what it is,' replied Grandfather Frog testily. "'What is it?' Little Joe Otter looked around at all the eager faces watching him, and then, in the slowest, most provoking way, he drawled. "'Farmer Brown's boy!' is afraid of Buster Bear. 
For a minute no one said a word. Then Blackie the crow leaned down from his perch in the big hickory tree and looked very hard at little Joe as he said, I don't believe it. I don't believe a word of it. Farmer Brown's boy isn't afraid of anyone who lives in the green forest or in the green meadows or in the smiling pool, and you know it. We're all afraid of him. Little Joe glared back at Blackie. I don't care whether you believe it or not. It's true, he retorted. Then he told how, early that very morning, he and Buster Bear had been fishing together in the Laughing Brook, and how Farmer Brown's boy had been fishing there, too, and hadn't caught a single trout because they had all been caught or frightened before he got there. Then he told how Farmer Brown's boy had found a footprint of Buster Bear in the soft mud and how he'd stopped fishing right away and started for home, looking behind him with fear in his eyes all the way. Now tell me he isn't afraid, concluded little Joe. Once he knows just how we feel when he comes prowling around where we are. Isn't that great news? Now we'll get even with him. I'll believe it when I see it for myself, snapped Blackie the Crow. Chapter 10. Buster Bear Becomes a Hero. The news that Little Joe Otter told at the Smiling Pool, how Farmer Brown's boy had run away from Buster Bear without even seeing him, soon spread all over the green meadows and through the green forest until everyone who lives there knew about it. Of course, Peter Rabbit helped spread it. Trust Peter with that. But everybody else helped, too. You see, they had all been afraid of Farmer Brown's boy for so long that they were tickled almost to pieces at the very thought of having someone in the green forest who could make Farmer Brown's boy feel fear as they had felt it. And so it was that Buster Bear became a hero right away to most of them. A few doubted Little Joe's story. One of them was Blackie the Crow. Another was Reddy Fox. Blackie doubted because he knew Farmer Brown's boy so well that he couldn't imagine him afraid. Reddy doubted because he didn't want to believe. You see, he was jealous of Buster Bear, and at the same time, he was afraid of him. So Reddy pretended not to believe a word of what Little Joe Otter had said and he agreed with Blackie that only by seeing Farmer Brown's boy afraid could he ever be made to believe it. But nearly everybody else believed it, and there was great rejoicing. Most of them were afraid of Buster, very much afraid of him, because he was so big and strong. But they were still more afraid of Farmer Brown's boy, because they didn't know him or understand him and because in the past he had tried to catch some of them in traps and had hunted some of them with his terrible gun. So now they were very proud to think that one of their own number actually had frightened him, and they began to look on Buster Bear as a real hero. They tried in ever so many ways to show him how friendly they felt and went quite out of their way to do him favors. Whenever they met one another, they could all talk about what was the smartness and the greatness of Buster Bear. 
Now I guess Farmer Brown's boy will keep away from the green forest, and we won't have to be all the time watching out for him, said Bobby Coon, as he watched his dinner in the Laughing Brook, for you know he is very neat and very particular. And he won't dare set any more traps for me, gloated Billy Mink. I wish Burr Bear would go up to Farmer Brown's hen house and scare Farmer Brown's boy so that he would keep away from here. It sure would be a favor to me. I certainly would appreciate it, said Unc Billy Possum when he heard the news. Let's all go together and tell Buster Bear how much obliged we are for what he's done, proposed Jerry Muskrat. That's a splendid idea, cried Little Joe Otter. We'll do it right away. Caw, 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 broke in Blackie the Crow. I say, let's wait and see for ourselves if it's all true. Of course it's true, snapped Little Joe Otter. Don't you believe I'm telling the truth? Certainly, certainly, of course. No one doubts your word, replied Blackie with the utmost politeness. "'But you say yourself that Farmer Brown's boy didn't see Buster, but only his footprint. "'Perhaps he didn't know whose it was, and if he had, he wouldn't have been afraid. "'Now, I've got a plan by which we can see for ourselves if he really is afraid of Buster Bear.' "'What is it?' asked Sammy Jay eagerly. "'Blackie the Crow shook his head and winked. "'That's telling,' said he. "'I want to think it over. "'If you meet me at the big hickory tree at sunup tomorrow morning "'and get everybody else to come, everybody that you can, "'perhaps I will tell you.'" Chapter 11 Blackie the Crow Tells His Plan Blackie is a dreamer. Blackie is a schemer. His voice is strong when things go wrong. Blackie is a screamer. It's a fact. Blackie the Crow is forever dreaming and scheming, and almost always it is of mischief. He is one of the smartest and cleverest of all the little people of the Green Meadows and the Green Forest, and all the others know it. Blackie likes excitement. He wants something going on. The more exciting it is, the better he likes it. Then he has a chance to use that harsh voice of his, and how he does use it. So now, as he sat in the top of the big hickory tree beside the smiling pool and looked down on all the little people gathered there, he was very happy. In the first place, he felt very important, and you know Blackie dearly loves to feel important. They had all come at his invitation to listen to a plan for seeing for themselves if it were really true that Farmer Brown's boy was afraid of Buster Bear. On the big rock in the smiling pool sat little Joe Otter, Billy Mink, and Jerry Muskrat. On his big green lily pad sat Grandfather Frog. On another lily pad sat Spotty the Turtle. On the bank on one side of the Smiling Pool were Peter Rabbit, Jumper the Hare, Danny Meadow Mouse, Johnny Chuck, Jimmy Skunk, Unc Billy Possum, Striped Chipmunk, and Old Mr. Toad. 
On the other side of the smiling pool were Reddy Fox, Digger the Badger, and Bobby Coon. In the big hickory tree were Chatterer the Squirrel, Happy Jack the Gray Squirrel, and Sammy Jay. Blackie waited until he was sure that no one else was coming. Then he cleared his throat loudly and began to speak. Friends, said he. Everybody grinned, for Blackie has played so many sharp tricks that no one is really his friend, unless it is that other mischief-maker, Sammy Jay, who, you know, is Blackie's cousin. But no one said anything, and Blackie went on. Little Joe Otter has told us how he saw Farmer's Boy hurry home when he found the footprint of Buster Bear on the edge of the Laughing Brook, and how all the way home he kept looking behind him as if he were afraid. Perhaps he was, and then again perhaps he wasn't. Perhaps he had something else on his mind. You've made a hero of Buster Bear because you believe Little Joe's story. Now, I don't say that I don't believe it, but I do say that I will be a lot more sure that Farmer Brown's boy is afraid of Buster when I see him run away myself. Now, here's my plan. Tomorrow morning, very, very early, Sammy Jay and I will make a great fuss near the edge of the green forest. Farmer Brown's boy has a lot of curiosity, and he'll be sure to come over to see what it's all about. Then we will lead him to where Buster Brown is. If he runs away, I'll be the first to admit that Buster Bear is a great hero, as some of you seem to think he is. It's a very simple plan, and if you'll all hide where you can watch, you'll be able to see for yourselves if Little Joe Otter is right. Now, what do you say? Right away, everybody began to talk at the same time. It was such a simple plan that everybody agreed to it, and it promised to be so exciting that everybody promised to be there. That is, everybody but Grandfather Frog and Spotty the Turtle, who didn't care to go so far away from the smiling pool. So it was agreed that Blackie should try his plan the very next morning. Chapter 12 Farmer Brown's Boy and Buster Bear Grow Curious Ever since it was light enough to see it all, Blackie the Crow had been sitting in the top of the tallest tree on the edge of the green forest nearest to Farmer Brown's house, and never for an instant had he taken his eyes from Farmer Brown's back door. What was he watching for? Why, for Farmer Brown's boy to come out on his way to milk the cows. Meanwhile, Sammy Jay was slipping silently through the green forest, looking for Buster Bear, so that when the time came, he could let his cousin, Blackie the Crow, know just where Buster was. By and by, the back door of Farmer Brown's house opened, and out stepped Farmer Brown's boy. In each hand, he carried a milk pail. Right away, Blackie began to scream at the top of his lungs. Caw, 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 shouted Blackie. Caw, caw, caw. And all the time, he flew about among the trees near the edge of the green forest, as if so excited that he couldn't keep still. Farmer Brown's boy looked over there as if he was wondering what all the fuss was about, as indeed he did. But he didn't start to go over and see. No, sir. He started straight for the barn. 
Blackie didn't know what to make of it. You see, smart as he is and shrewd as he is, Blackie does know anything about the meaning of duty, for he never has to work except to get enough to eat. So, when Farmer Brown's boy started for the barn instead of for the green forest, Blackie didn't know what to make of it. He screamed harder and louder than ever, until his voice grew so hoarse he couldn't scream any more. But Farmer Brown's boy kept right on to the barn. "'I'd like to know what you're fussing about, Mr. Crow, but I've got to feed the cows and milk them first, said he. Now all this time the other little people of the green forest and the green meadows had been hiding where they could see all that went on. When Farmer Brown's boy disappeared in the barn, Chatterer the Red Squirrel snickered right out loud. <laughs> this is a great plan of yours, Blackie, <laughs> he shouted. Blackie couldn't find a word to say. He just hung his head, which is something Blackie seldom does. Perhaps if we wait until it comes out again, he will come over here, said Sammy Jay, who had joined Blackie. So it was decided to wait. It seemed as if Farmer Brown's boy would never come out, but at last he did. Blackie and Sammy Jay at once began to scream and make all the fuss they could. Farmer Brown's boy took the two pails of milk into the house. Then he came out and started straight for the green forest. He was so curious to know what it all meant that he couldn't wait another minute. Now there was someone else with a great deal of curiosity also. He had heard the screaming of Blackie the Crow and Sammy Jay, and he'd listened until he couldn't stand it another minute. He just had to know what it was all about. So at the same time Farmer Brown's boy started for the green forest, this other listener started toward the place where Blackie and Sammy were making such a racket. He walked very softly so as not to make a sound. It was Buster Bear. Chapter 13 Farmer Brown's Boy and Buster Bear Meet If you should meet with Buster Bear while walking through the wood, what would you do? Now tell me true, I'd run the best I could. That is what Farmer Brown's boy did when he met Buster Bear, and a lot of the little people in the green forest and some from the green meadows saw him. When Farmer Brown's boy came hurrying home from the Laughing Brook without any fish one day and told about the great footprint he'd seen in a muddy place on the bank deep in the green forest and had said he was sure that it was the footprint of a bear, he'd been laughed at. Farmer Brown had laughed and laughed. <laughs> Why, said he, there hasn't been a bear in the green forest for years and years and years, not since my own grandfather was a little boy, and that, you know, was a long, long, long time ago. If you want to find Mr. Bear, you'll have to go to the great woods. I don't know who made that footprint, but it certainly couldn't have been a bear. I think you must have imagined it. Then he had laughed some more, all of which goes to show how easy it is to be mistaken and how foolish it is to laugh at things you don't really know about. 
Buster Bear had come to live in the green forest, and Farmer Brown's boy had seen his footprint. But Farmer Brown laughed so much and made fun of him so much that at last his boy began to think that he must have been mistaken after all. So, when he heard Blackie the Crow and Sammy Jay making a great fuss near the edge of the green forest, he never once thought of Buster Bear as he started over to see what was going on. When Blackie and Sammy saw him coming, they moved a little farther into the green forest, still screaming in the most excited way. They felt sure that Farmer Brown's boy would follow them, and they meant to lead him to where Sammy had seen Buster Bear that morning. Then they would find out for sure if that little Joe Otter had said, if it was true, that Farmer Brown's boy really was afraid of Buster Bear. Now, all around, behind trees and stumps and under thick branches and even in treetops, were other little people watching with round, wide-open eyes to see what could happen. It was very exciting, the most exciting thing they could remember. You see, they had come to believe that Farmer Brown's boy wasn't afraid of anybody or anything. And as most of them were very much afraid of him, they had hard work to believe that he would really be afraid of even such a great big strong fellow as Buster Bear. Everyone was so busy watching Farmer Brown's boy that no one saw Buster coming from the other direction. You see, Buster walked very softly. Big as he is, he can walk without making the teeniest, weeniest sound. And that is how it happened that no one saw or heard him until, just as Farmer Brown's boy stepped out from behind one side of a thick little hemlock tree, Buster Bear stepped out from behind the other side of that same little tree. And there they were, face to face. Then everybody held his breath, even Blackie Crow and Sammy Jay. For just a little minute, it was so still there in the green forest that not the least little sound could be heard. What was going to happen? Chapter 14 a surprising thing happens. Blackie the Crow and Sammy Jay, looking down from the top of a tall tree, held their breath. Happy Jack, the gray squirrel, and his cousin Chatterer the red squirrel, looking down from another tree, held their breath. Unc Billy Possum, sticking his head out from a hollow tree, held his breath. Bobby Coon, looking through a hole in a hollow stump in which he was hiding, held his breath. Reddy Fox, lying flat down behind a heap of brush, held his breath. Peter Rabbit, sitting bolt upright under a thick hemlock branch with his eyes and ears wide open, held his breath and all the other little people who happened to be where they could see did the same thing. You see, it was the most exciting moment ever was in the green forest. Farmer Brown's boy had just stepped out from behind one side of a little hemlock tree, and Buster Bear just stepped out from behind the opposite side of the hemlock tree, and neither had known that the other was anywhere near. For a whole minute they stood there, face to face, 
gazing into each other's eyes while everybody watched and waited, and it seemed as if the whole forest were holding its breath. Then something happened. Yes, sir, something happened. Farmer Brown's boy opened his mouth and yelled. It was such a sudden yell and such a loud yell that it startled Chatterer so that he nearly fell from his place in the tree. And it made Reddy Fox jump to his feet, ready to run. And that yell was a yell of fright. There was no doubt about it, for with the yell, Farmer Brown's boy turned and ran for home as no one had ever seen him run before. He ran just as Peter Rabbit runs when he's got to reach the dear old briar patch before Reddy Fox can catch him, which, you know, is as fast as he can run. Once he stumbled and fell, but he scrambled to his feet in a twinkling, and away he went without once turning his head to see if Buster Bear was after him. There wasn't any doubt that he was afraid, very much afraid. Everybody leaned forward to watch him. "'What did I tell you? Didn't I say that he was afraid of Buster Bear?' cried Little Joe Otter, dancing about with excitement. "'You were right, Little Joe. I'm sorry I doubted it. See him go! Call! Call! Call!' shrieked Blackie Crow. For a minute or two, everybody forgot about Buster Bear. Then there was a great crash, which made everybody turn to look the other way. "'What do you think they saw? "'Why, Buster Bear was running away, too, "'and he was running twice as fast as Farmer Brown's boy. "'He bumped into trees and crashed through bushes "'and jumped over logs, "'and in almost no time at all he was out of sight. "'Altogether, it was the most surprising thing "'that the little people of the Green Forest had ever seen.' Sammy Jay looked at Blackie the Crow, and Blackie looked at Chatterer, and Chatterer looked at Happy Jack, and Happy Jack looked at Peter Rabbit, and Peter Rabbit looked at Unc Billy Possum, and Unc Billy looked at Bobby Coon, and Bobby looked at Johnny Chuck, and Johnny looked at Reddy Fox, and Reddy looked at Jimmy Skunk, and Jimmy looked at Billy Mink, and Billy looked at Little Joe Otter, and for a minute, nobody could say a word. Then... Little Joe gave a funny little gasp. <gasps> why, why, said he, I believe Buster Bear is afraid, too. Unc Billy Possum chuckled. I believe you were right, Br'er Bonner said he. It certainly does look so. If Br'er Bear isn't scared, he must have remembered something important and is gone to attend to it in a powerful hurry. Then everybody began to laugh. That brings us through chapter 14 in the Adventures of Buster Bear by Thornton W. Burgess. Next time we'll find out how all the forest people react to Buster Bear running away. I hope you'll be here with me to hear what happens next. When you think of all these delightful little forest animals, remember, all things bright and beautiful 
all creatures great and small, all things wise and wonderful. The Lord God made them all. Join me again in Aunt Blanche's Story Corner.